Hey there, lovely souls. I'm your host, Allison Toth, and I want to give you a warm welcome to Wishing You Wellness, the podcast where mental health meets spirituality. When it comes to rock bottom, I've been there more than once, and I know what it's like to wake up daily to mental health struggles. On this podcast, I share insight and stories to help motivate and inspire you and to help you feel less alone in this. In Wishing You Wellness, we talk inner child healing, mindset shifts, radical self-love, the art of intentional living, and so much more. Think of me as your mental wellness bestie. If you're ready to step into your power and change your life, just hit play. Hello, gorgeous listeners. Welcome back, everybody. As promised, today is a very special day. Today is a special day because I have another guest. I haven't gotten to have a guest in a few episodes. I've been doing a lot of solos and I've really gotten into many episodes, but today I really wanted to bring this person on. Her name is Dari Edwards, and we connected on Instagram through some mutual friends, and I fell in love with her vibe. When I talked to her for the first time, I felt like she was very charismatic, very easy to talk to, and just very light. And so I saw on her page, she was a meditation teacher and an energy healer of some sorts. And she seemed to just be all about cultivating inner peace. And so I just had to get her on the show because that is what we're about here on Wishing You Wellness, inner peace and cultivating everything we can within ourselves and really taking care of our inner world. So Dari, welcome. Do you want to go ahead and tell everybody where you're coming in from today? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. I am currently in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I just moved down here a couple months ago in April, and I'm currently working full-time at Nike headquarters in Beaverton, so that's why I'm here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So the first time she told me that, I literally almost shit my pants. I was like, you are kidding. You work at the place that Drake shot that music video for Laugh Now, Cry Later. You work there. Like, what's that like? It's cool. It's really awesome to be a part of something way bigger than myself and, you know, to work on product that is streamlined and innovative and, you know, motivating people to get moving like every day. (laughs) I love that. And I love how you have your main career and you also have your side hustle and your side stuff with the meditation. And so we had talked today about you maybe leading a quick little meditation practice for my audience. Would you be down to do that? Oh, of course. I think that is so important. I love little meditations on podcasts. So I think we could just ground in and if it's safe to do so, you know, closing your eyes and grounding into this space, taking a few slow, deep settling breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Whether you're driving or sitting, allowing yourself to come into this space of wellness, of support, of love, relaxing the shoulders away from the ears, releasing any tension in the body, Allowing the jaw to loosen. Allowing yourself to come into this space fully present in the now. 
<laughs> you, you know what, Zari? You're not alone, though, because here's the thing. As you guys can probably hear, there are sirens going nuts behind her. And the same thing happened to me an episode or two ago when I was trying to get into this deep conversation about like being bipolar and what that's like. But, but the universe was like, no, we're going to have some loud sirens come by in the middle of it. And that totally just happened to your meditation. And I was feeling into it so much. But honestly, I feel a little bit more in my body. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I mean, just taking these few moments to drop in, drop into the body connect with the breath, just take a few breaths here and really drop in with us. That was the whole point of this very short meditation. <laughs> yes, we want you guys to be present so that you're able to fully receive this message and just fully let all of it come into your heart. And so I am super excited. Thank you for leading that, Dari. Fuck you, sirens outside for sitting <laughs> on her beautiful uh, meditation. I love that you said whether you're driving or you're shitting or whatever you're doing. <laughs> no, I said sitting. <laughs> oh my God. I was literally sitting here like, what an alternative method. And how funny is that? <laughs> oh my God. Did it sound like I said shitting? <laughs> Maybe I was just hearing that because I was still thinking about it. I don't know. Oh, that's so funny. I definitely you said guys. sitting, like sitting in meditation. <laughs> Dari and I are sitting here. We're both just sipping on our teas. So uh, this is just bound to be one of those episodes, I feel like, where we don't necessarily stay on one track. Like we might go down a few rabbit holes and that's okay because I want to pick her brain on quite a few things and give her the space to do the same for me. So Dari, my next question for you is a big one. It's one that I like to ask everybody. Why meditation? Like what drew you to this? What drew you to this hobby or passion so much that you wanted to put a ton of time and effort and energy into it and like make it such a huge part of your life? Like what inspired that and how did that journey begin for you? Yeah, well, the journey for me with meditation first began when I was actually in a very, very, you know, dark place in my life and experiencing a lot of depressive symptoms and anxiety. Um, I overall would say that I was just unhappy, unhappy with where I was in life. And I remember this breaking point. I don't necessarily remember if there was an event that triggered it, but I was just like, I'm tired of feeling this way. I don't want to feel sad. I don't want to continue to be in this hole, in this rut. And so I just sat. I just sat and crossed my legs and closed my eyes and connected with my breath. And I had not ever been taught meditation or anything like that. And this was, oh, when was this? Maybe like four years ago or three years ago now when I really started that meditation and was like, okay, like this helps me. This helps me a lot. <laughs> and so from there forward, I was like, wow, I came out of that very first like meditation that I did on my own outside of yoga, outside of any classes I'd taken on yoga. It was just meditation on its own. And I was like, wow, okay. I, I want to dive into this. I want to dive deeper. And, and so why meditation? Because it makes me feel so good. It makes me feel so peaceful. And if I'm not able to reach that point of connecting with joy, then I'm able to at least hit that place of like relaxation and bliss and peace. That is so beautiful. Like you found the thing that not only lights your soul on fire, 
but also like washes over your soul with this great sense of peace. And I think it's so important to have a hobby or a passion that encourages peace and rest and restoration because we live in a crazy fucking world right now. Like things are so fast paced. There's so much media being shoved down our throats at all time. There's so much negativity and animosity around us. And it's important to tune into that positivity that we can cultivate in our inner world. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that everyone should be able to have that opportunity to go inward and to tap into those resources of infinite bliss, infinite presence and peace. And they are there. Sometimes they're covered up by feelings and emotions and things that are going on in our lives, but it's always there. You just have to tap into it. Mm, that brings up a good question for me. How can someone go about tapping into that? I know you mentioned there's definitely layers, there's totally stuff covering it. So how can we kind of peel back these layers and get closer to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that question because it is all about peeling back the layers. It's not just like everything falls away the first time you meditate or even the 10th time or 100th time you meditate. It's a lifelong practice of you know, going deeper and doing that in different methods and ways too. Um, I think the first way that I started was to just sit. If it's for 30 seconds, if it's for a minute or five minutes to just sit and um, take that time to connect with your breath, because that is the universal life force energy. That is like the easiest way to tap into that energy within us. And so really tapping into our breath and just noticing like, what is the breath doing? You don't have to control it in any way. Just being like, okay, maybe I'm feeling sad right now. And it's going really, really slow. It's barely even there. Where is the breath right now? Maybe deepening the breath and just starting with the breath. I teach, you know, start with the, the breath, the body and your background. They're very tangible things to start with, to become aware of. Mm, and I love that because the thing about our breath is that's a tool that we always have on us that is readily available literally at any second of the day, whether you're in a submarine or on a plane or, <laughs> well, I guess there's a little less air up there, but there's still air. Like we can breathe and do breath work at any point during any stressful situation. So I think it's such a powerful grounding tool for us to build on. Um, and I've heard a lot that meditation is like a muscle. It's like an exercise. And the more you do it, it gets easier. Do you agree with that statement? Mm, yeah, I actually do. Cause when I first started and I was having like, you know, a really emotional day or something, I'd sit down and be like, I can't do this. Like I'd have those doubts. I'd have those thoughts of, I can't do this. Like I'm too overwhelmed. I'm too anxious or I'm too sad or whatever it might be. And it's just too hard. And then over time I was like, Oh, I'm getting into this routine of like, even in the sitting posture, like my legs are getting more flexible. I'm able to sit easier. My legs aren't falling asleep anymore when I sit and all these different things. So it's not only the physical aspect of it gets easier to sit. Um, it also gets easier once you train your mind, like what it should be doing and focus it, it becomes easier to come back to center each time. Yeah, I would say so. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I like to tell people that yoga is kind of a good stepping stone, or at least it was for me, because in yoga, <clears throat> it's more of like a guided meditation. Your teacher's kind of working you through it, and you're also tapped into your body so much. So I feel like it's a little easier to be present in your mind. But mm -hmm. meditating without the yoga, for me at least, is such a challenge because I'm sitting there and my body wants to move around and my body wants to just like twitch and fidget. And it's so right. hard to remain still. Like, do you, what are your tips for people who? have attention deficit issues or just struggle with holding still? 
Yeah, I would definitely say I always tell people that are beginners at meditation to start with like yoga and then move into the meditation because, you know, that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to drop you out of your mind into your body. And then once you're in your body, it's so much easier to come into meditation from there, starting in Shavasana. And then you can sit up after Shavasana and then actually do like a seated meditation. Um, something that I've been doing lately, um, when the thoughts are very like swirling around and overwhelmed and all that, I do walking meditation. So, um, get a space either in your house or, you know, just somewhere that's like quiet that you can be away from a ton of people. And I usually do it with my shoes and socks off and just like slowly walking and seeing how it feels to like, walk and lift the foot and lift the leg and what is the process of walking how can we connect with the breath as we walk how can we drop out of the mind into the body as we walk and so there's so many aspects that you can explore to walking meditation but if you feel like you're too fidgety or you don't want to sit down or not flexible enough to do cross legs then that is one of the main ways I've been doing lately is walking meditation (laughs) Oh, wow. And I bet that's incredible for helping you get into your body because you're focusing on the sensation of movement. And it's so crazy. I feel like, oh my goodness, my throat, sip of tea. (laughs) We're both taking a sip of tea together, Dari and I. (laughs) I feel like so often I miss out on the little pleasures in life, like walking around on an autumn day and there's crisp leaves everywhere because I'm just so set on getting to my next destination. Or maybe I'm even looking down at my phone, checking my emails, but either way, I'm not fully observing or absorbing the experience around me and what life's giving me. Yeah, definitely. You can do this walking meditation, you know, in your house, in a certain set space, or like you said, like walking around on the street or something like looking at the leaves of the trees, it can be so many different things. And if you're not able to, or don't want to, you know, just sit in meditation, there's so many other ways to still hone that awareness and to tap into the resources of bliss within us. It's to choose your own adventure. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) You get to DIY it. I love that. So when it comes to meditating, how do I want to word this? Okay. What do you feel like are the biggest benefits that have come to your life, like have come into fruition because of meditation as a result of taking the time to connect with your breath and your mind like that? Oh, wow. I think one of the biggest things I've noticed is I have come more in tune with the things that really, really matter in life. And maybe they're not universal truth. Maybe it's just my truth, Um, but it's really tapped me into my intuition, my truth, um, my visions of who I see myself as and who I want to be in this life. And um, yeah, it's taught me so many things. That is a huge, huge question. But lately, a lot has been coming up around what really matters in my life? Like, what do I value? And it's so easy for me to know what I value when I'm meditating. Um, It helps me come back to center and just realign with that internal compass every single day to just be like, okay, this is what matters. Love, my heart, peace, bliss, and all all of the above, like all of that all at once. Yes. And I think it's important for us to take time to be, how do I say this? Intentionally alone with our thoughts. Because when we spend time alone, quote unquote, but we're actually like binging Netflix or or sitting and texting, that's not time by ourselves. And we're not actually reflecting on anything. 
And so like, there's no room for trauma to come up to be processed. There's no room for emotions to come up. I mean, we are just distracted and out of our body and, you know, not in our mind. And so I think what you're saying is so, so valid. Like it's so important to be in that space and to be in the present moment and give yourself undistracted time Mm -hmm. so that you can learn more about yourself and deepen that relationship that you have with yourself. Yeah. I, I love that point so much because I see this in a lot of people nowadays. It's like scrolling on Instagram and, you know, taking that time quote unquote alone, but you're not sitting with it. You're not looking at it directly in the face and overcoming those emotions, overcoming those challenges that you might be seeing in your life. You are simply just like shoving them down, bottling them up further, further inside of you. And then it becomes even harder to unearth those. It becomes even harder to feel the love in your life and harder to like find bliss and peace, which is tough. Yeah. Then you're dealing with resentment and all of that animosity in your heart too. Um, another, another thing I wanted to get into because we're a little over halfway, two thirds of the way through is I wanted to just have you talk a little bit about cacao because a, I'm seeing it all over. I am seeing the benefits. I'm hearing great things. And B I've had listeners ask me to do an episode on plant meds. So I'll have another one for microdosing mushrooms, but this would be a perfect time to talk about cacao. Wow. Yeah. I have recently come into relationship with cacao and it was only a few months ago when I first started, you know, drinking cacao, but I have noticed that it has opened my heart up so much to so much more love in my life and joy. And not only does it have these chemicals in it or not chemicals, like they're not negative chemicals. They're not bad for you, but these properties that are, you know, healing to your body, they are healing to your nervous system. They help relax you. They boost your mood. You know, they help with all of these things scientifically and physically, But at the same time, energetically, they open your heart to so much more love and the love just comes pouring in. Is it sold as a drink or a mix? Yeah. So I get cacao elixir. It's a powder. Actually, I have a code for that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. Hell yeah. Perfect. Through Coco Leca Cacao. Um, It comes as a powder. It's cacao paste. Yeah. So it's uh, sourced from Guatemala and fair trade and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. And what do you think has been the biggest difference you've noticed since you started cacao? I know you said the heart opening for sure. Do you feel like that's been more like your heart opening in your relationships with others or with yourself or maybe both? Yeah, I would say it's almost even on a day-to-day basis. So I'll notice on the days that I don't drink cacao that I'm a little bit more stressed or a little bit more maybe feeling anxiety or something like that. And on the days that I drink cacao, my mood is definitely better. I'm feeling more grounded. So there's that groundedness aspect that I feel when I drink cacao. Um, And yeah, when I say like opening up to more love, it's in all aspects of life. Like you said, in relationship with others, I feel the love more from others, but I'm also allowing myself simply to feel more love for myself, for life, for nature, for, you know, the situation that I'm in, for my living space, everything in my life. It's like I meditate and I sit with the cacao and then I'm like, wow, life is beautiful more so than I've ever felt before. Like some amazing, amazing journeys I've had with cacao so far. Oh, and I love the ritual aspect. You start your morning with a fresh cup of cacao sitting out on your porch, maybe journaling, maybe listening to a podcast. 
And that's just like enforcing a great morning routine, which as we all know, all of us self-improvement junkies, a good morning routine is a catalyst for so much. Yeah. And it also helps you get that energy. Like instead of a coffee, a cup of coffee where you'll like, you know, have a lot of energy and then crash it's cacao, which is, you know, taken into your body and used throughout the day as long lasting energy. It's not just like go up and then crash, you know, you feel that, that boost of energy throughout the day. So is there caffeine in cacao or is it natural source energy? No, it's natural source energy. There's, there's not caffeine. Oh, wow. See, that's something I need to look into because to be honest with you, when I drink caffeine, even in small amounts, I feel like I'm going to die. Like I one time had to go to the ER. This is a funny story. We're going to go down a really funny rabbit hole. I (laughs) was working at a kennel at the time and I drank a monster and that day at work, some dogs had gotten out and it stressed me out. And that kind of just put me in a stressed out state. Well, later that night, I'm doing my other job. I'm babysitting and we are walking around the backyard. They have this big lake behind their house and a huge rattlesnake comes right in front of me. And I start screaming and freaking out. I literally give myself almost a heart attack. I went to the ER and they were like, this is just a panic attack. What happened? And I was like, well, I drank a monster. And then all the German shepherds escaped at once at work. And then I almost got killed by a snake. So it's been, it's been a traumatic day. And so now I'm like, caffeine is not for me. Yeah. So I don't believe that there is caffeine in cacao. I would actually want to double check that with a more credible source. Um, But I have been told that there was no caffeine and then it's like, you know, just natural sources. And so definitely for anxiety and mood purposes, I don't want to say that there's no caffeine because, you know, it might definitely affect other people in a different way. And so I would definitely do more research on that. Yes. Do your Google, make sure there's no caffeine in the one you're purchasing, or just make sure it's a manageable amount because I know I can handle like 35 milligrams, but the issue is those damn monster drinks are like 150 milligrams of caffeine. It's like, Mm. who needs this besides like surgeons? Come on. (laughs) It's definitely not like that. Yeah. For me, it's a very subtle, um, you know, when you have like some chocolate, you feel that kind of like sugar high. That's kind of what it is because it is like, you know, sourced from cacao beans. So I wonder if it's an aphrodisiac then too, because I know that a lot of chocolates are. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that's part of the love part of it. (laughs) (laughs) You said, oh yeah, let me verify. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love that that so much. I've heard of a lot of people getting it from different countries. I have a friend, Christina, you may know her. She sells it in Hawaii. Um, And I know it's in like South America too, down, down in Peru. I was there for a couple of weeks back in 2019 and I didn't have cacao, but I had the coca leaves and they're supposed to be like good for altitude sickness and energy, but they're just like these crunched up leaves put into a tea and people drink it for wellness. And I just love all of those different traditional drinks. And I think that's amazing about international travel. You can go and find these different forms of medication, like plant meds and like holistic approaches that you may not have been able to find in the U.S. Yeah, a hundred percent. I absolutely love, you know, all the different like medicines that we can explore. And I definitely would advise, you know, going and working with the shamans that actually like work with them, um, like the indigenous populations that actually work with them. And so that's why I have definitely, you know, journeyed with cacao, but I also haven't done, you know, journeys with shamans with the cacao. So I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't say I'm an expert by any means. I just have, you know, 
practiced meditation with cacao and have noticed it really opened my heart up to love a lot. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You're learning about it. You're on your journey with cacao. I love that. And it would be so amazing to do it with the shaman. I think one of my life goals is an ayahuasca trip in Costa Rica or in Panama or Belize or just wherever. Yeah. I think ayahuasca like trip would be absolutely amazing in the jungle. Um, I've, I've heard some horror stories about ayahuasca, but I've also heard some really, really breakthrough, amazing awakenings that people have had with ayahuasca as well. Every plant medicine, I feel like you'll have that. You have the horror stories and the like, it changed my life for the best stories. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I think with plant medicine, a lot of the time it just highlights things that are already existing in your life. And so even with mushrooms, like if you trip on mushrooms and you're already feeling a certain level of anxiety or depression, it could you know, potentially enhance those effects, but it could also give you a totally different perspective on life and open you up to so much more joy that you could be experiencing. So I see both ways. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And yeah, I love it. It's, it's like Forrest Gump. It's a box of chocolates and you have no idea what you're going to get. You may get, (laughs) you may get giggling and dancing around with the trees. You may get processing your childhood trauma. You it's a, you'll never know kind of thing. Yeah. Or you could get both at the, at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> which is honestly my favorite way to experience life. Yeah. You know, you, you get all the full spectrum within a span of five minutes. <laughs> Correct. You're going to experience 10 years of your life right now. <laughs> so Dari, before we get off this, uh, I wanted to give you some space just to kind of tell everybody how they can reach you and keep up with you in case they have questions on cacao or want to do some meditation work with you without the police sirens as paid actors. (laughs) I absolutely love that. Like that was, there's no other sounds like going on at all, except for during the meditation, there was that siren, but yeah. So (laughs) my main... My main like work is meditations. I do a monthly mindfulness circle. Um, so following me on the day by day on Instagram, uh, spelled D-A-Y by D-A-E because D-A-E is my initials. So that's probably the best way to get in on monthly mindfulness. But I also do one-on-one meditations and Reiki, um, which is also a great way to work with me as well. But yeah, the portal through there is either thedaybyday.com or, you know, on Instagram as well. Oh, I love how you said portal. <laughs> it's a portal though. Like seriously to bliss and peace and love. <laughs> My website was going to be the wellness portal. And last second I went to the wellness haven and honestly, girl, there may be a rebrand one day because there's something about the word world portal. It just sounds like, you know, open your mind and step into this world with us. <laughs> exactly. And thank you to your audience for stepping into this portal with us now. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much for being here and for listening. If you love this episode, be sure to give it a share. Give us a review if you're feeling it. We really appreciate you being here. And I will leave everything in the links notes, the link to some cacao with Dari's code and her Instagram and all of the good things. Thank you guys so much for being here. I will see you next week. This has been wishing you wellness. 